The Chris and Joe Show. Brought to you by Parker and Sons Heating, Cooling, Plumbing, and Electrical. A-plus rating with a better business bureau. The heads up, uh, you heard Becky Lynn talking about it. We're keeping an eye on the story developing out of Kansas City as well, and that is, uh, it looks like, uh, one dead, 10 to 15, we don't know exactly how many, uh, injured after a shooting broke out at the Super Bowl parade. So obviously the festivities have been canceled. Uh, two armed people have been detained, and that's all we know right now. That is about it. Did you see any other news no, in that? No, and no. and it's obviously a big deal because you go to a Super Bowl parade and you expect to cheer for... Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Taylor you know, Swift. Your, your your team that just won the Super Bowl, not to hear gunshots ring out. Yeah, and I was talking with our uh, operations manager who grew up in uh, one of the suburbs of Kansas City. Of course, I worked there for a while, and we were talking about the area. And I said, was this this area or that area where it's it's a little bit rougher? But they, sometimes the sports teams will run down um, you know, every neighborhood, regardless of how rough the neighborhood it's is. because the they're downtown. Trying, yeah, well, they've had issues in downtown Kansas City before. And so our speculation was maybe not necessarily related to the parade. This may have been sort of gangbangers. Who knows? Just happened to be a parade was in the way. We'll find out more as that story breaks out. Uh, not really sure about that. Uh, two things, Joe. Uh, one, I wanted to talk about this new, what they're calling the SB 1070 Part 2 bill, or Part 2, mm-hmm. uh, if it were a Charlie Sheen film. And also, happy birthday, Arizona. So, oh. yeah, Arizona turns uh, 112 today. I have an Arizona flag. It's the 48-star flag. I framed it. It's beautiful. Gold I love star it. star for you. Uh, yeah, 112 years old. And so, in celebration, I saw that the Republic ran a 129 things to do. Or 129 things that makes the state great. And I thought... To celebrate year 112. Are we throwing in an extra 15 for fun? 17. 17? See? Eh, math. We don't do that on the radio. No. No, we do not. All right. Y- so, what about 1070, then? Yeah, you mentioned SB 1070 Part 2 here. Do. <laughs> Part or so what we have going on, it's a joint legislative bill. It's making its way through the Arizona legislature and the GOP, I'll say, because they're the party who's putting this up, a couple uh, GOP representatives. They want to make illegal immigration a state crime. This bill, which is House Bill 2478 and Senate Bill 1231, it would classify the crossing of undocumented migrants outside of a legal port of entry at the Arizona border as a state crime, it would allow local judges to decide immigration cases, and it would also provide civil immunity to local agents for damages resulting from actions taken during enforcement of this law. Simply put, uh, the people who proposed it said that this bill would enable Arizona to defend itself at the border. And then you have Democrats from the other side saying that this is essentially show me your papers. Part duh. Duh. Uh, first of all, everything that we're about to discuss is an exercise in futility because it would have to be signed by Democratic Governor Kitty Hobbs. That's not going to happen. No. Uh, the other thing would be that it would have to be overridden. A veto would have to be overridden in the House and Senate. I don't see that happening yet. But I do think this is important to discuss because Arizona and other states along the southern border definitely have a immigration Issue, situation, problem, pick whichever word you want, and go back at least a couple decades here, you always have, you know, the Republican governors, Governor Ducey, Governor Brewer, Mm -hmm. others constantly referring this to the feds, saying this is a federal problem. The state 
is trying to do what we can, but usually it results in the state just sending a, a handful of people, National Guard, National Guard down to yeah. the border and not really being able, able to do a heck of a lot. I like that they're proposing something, but like you just said, this is not going to go anywhere. Help me out, Joe, because uh, I'm looking through the what we have is the article from uh, the Arizona Republic is what I'm looking at. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. you've got the bill in front of you. I've got it. The uh, the thing that I don't know is uh, they're they're going to make it a state crime. Mm-hmm. All right. Is it like a state crime like speeding or a state crime like murder? In other words, we'd like talking light misdemeanor slap on the wrist. Or are we talking life in prison? I think it's more the former than the latter. Uh-huh. More, you know, misdemeanor. Okay. I, I don't know that for a fact, but it not murder. Well, first crossing into the United States illegally is a misdemeanor federally. Mm-hmm. So I can't. I federally, don't, though, again. Right. Now, I don't know that the state enacting their own laws is going to make their law more stringent than the federal government, but maybe they are. So, again, exercising futility, we're arguing over uh, misdemeanors. People will go to the mat over a misdemeanor uh, on both sides of this. Incidentally, they'll go to the mat over this. They're like, oh, I can't believe you're going to criminalize someone looking for a better life. And someone else, oh, I can't believe you want to let it go. Like, it's a misdemeanor. Right. So, again, still a crime, but you're not you're not getting a, a, a an orange jumpsuit or a pink jumpsuit if if our pile gets his way again. And all I see on it is it would State make crime. illegal immigration a like you State just said, crime. state crime. Right now, it's a federal crime. And as you just pointed out, Joe, it hasn't been, it's not a state crime, which comes as a bit of a surprise until we realize that immigration is a federal issue. Mm-hmm. Okay. So work with me on this then, because there's, um, and I, I'll get into a comparison in the next segment, but it, it seems to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, Joe Heisinga, it seems to me that there is a, a clause in the Constitution. Oh, no, this isn't going to be one of those constitutional tests. Is, it, is this one I'm going to be able to pass? I believe it's called the Superman Clause, isn't it? Is that right, Pablo? They call it the Superman Clause, don't they? Does it involve kryptonite? Yeah, it's the Superman. No, it's not. Oh, Becky Lynn says no, it's called the Supremacy Clause. Okay, I've heard of that. Yeah, which basically says that the Constitution and the federal government call the shots first. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. They have... They have and then if they don't do anything, then the states can do as they please, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Now, states may say you've overstepped your bounds. This should be a state issue. That should be. This is the 10th Amendment. Gives states rights. But generally speaking, we have the supremacy clause, which mm-hmm. is why Arizona can't enact its own law saying we are going to ban uh, uh, the press, right? Because supremacy says First Amendment is better than any law you come up with, Arizona, right? And I'm, not sure, I'm not sure where you're going to go with this, but I'll, I, I know there's... You know, someone out there screaming You're at their asking, radio is right there now. A point, no, they're, they're, they're screaming at you right now of like, but what if the feds aren't doing anything? Right. Which is what they would argue is going on here. The of feds course. aren't doing. We've got people flooding across the border. Then so why can't Arizona Congress, do something? Elect people to Congress that will do something. In fact, and again, refresh my memory here, Joe, because I, I got a little bit of a. You got a what? I got, it's just some, I don't even remember the word is what I'm saying. It's just something that's not, there's no, I got the, I got the forgetsies sometimes. Mm-hmm. Refresh my, wasn't there a senator mm. from Arizona mm-hmm. who, no, no, not recently. Let's mm-hmm. go back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there a senator from Arizona who worked on a gang of eight bill that proposed changes to immigration law? 
yeah. in order to make the, the border more secure? But he's passed away, though. Is that why the bill didn't go anywhere? I don't know. Oh, okay. No. Refresh my memory, Joe. Yeah. Because Did I ask you to do that already? A couple times. Okay. See? Wasn't there a senator from Arizona who sat in the same seat as that gang of eight senator from before? Do you mean more recently? More recently. Uh-huh. Like, like really recently. Like still sitting in that seat. Yeah, like a couple weeks ago. But print is still on the cushion. Uh-huh. Who also introduced a bill that was bipartisan and would have addressed some issues at the border. <laughs> you mean that uh, that uh, national uh, security bill? That or, had the border or, issues it, it, in it. Yeah. But it was... It was changes to the border policy anyway, right? Mm-hmm. That passed, didn't it? No, it didn't even get a sniff. Well, it got voted on, though, right? I mean, it came out of the Senate at least, didn't it? No. Huh. So there's been opportunity to do something with the border, but the feds who are in charge of the border and and immigration haven't acted. Well, I think they impeached Mayorkas the other day. Oh, you don't say. Yeah. Did that do anything for the border? I'm going to tell you, Joe, I'm starting to feel like, starting to feel like, um, starting to feel like we're, we're characters in this carousel. That's what I think. And it's just going to go round and round and up and down. But I, I don't so think what, we're ever getting out of this carnival. So, again, I'll ask you, if I was to ask you, what can we do other than just vote new people in? Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that we can do? Yeah. What is that? Stop making donations to politicians. All right. I don't know if you're feeling like I am, like maybe we're not getting the whole story. I feel like we're like we're being sold a bill of goods. You know why? I'll tell you exactly why. Next. It's Chris and Joe show. KTAR News. Chris and Joe. Afternoons 2 to 4 on KTAR News 92.3 and the KTAR News app. Some people are calling it SB 1070 Part Dos. Did you like that one, Pablo? Producer Pablo's like, yeah, there you go. That is the extent of my Spanish. You don't even know one? You know two? Yeah, I just know two. Because hmm. that's what I order. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. They go, how many cerveza? I go, dos. And they say, done. So the SB 1070 Part do is Dos is uh, basically Arizona saying... We are going to make illegal immigration a state crime. Yeah. However, a couple of caveats. It has to be somebody crossing not at a port of entry, which means coyotes running somebody across the border, somebody hopping the fence or hopping across. What is it? What do they do when it, when somebody crosses the border, quote unquote, illegally on Tahano Odom land? How is that going to be enforced? Do you I, have to I catch them know. in the act? This is why people are saying it's the new show me your papers law, because... If you don't catch them in the act... How do you know where they crossed? And how do you know that they're here illegally unless you're following up on something else, right? Mm -hmm. Which is what they claimed SB 1070 would do. We're not stopping you because you're brown. We're stopping you because you were speeding. Oh, but since you're brown, show us your papers. Right. Right? Yeah. So how how is this different? Because I do think it's different. But I do think enforcement is a challenge. And I also, again... As we said in the first segment, it's not going anywhere, Joe, because Hobbs will never, Hobbs sign, will never sign this. Right. I think it's different because of what's happened in the country over the last 10, 15, 
20, uh, just the last five years, let's say. That's what I think makes it different. Right. What do you think makes it different? Uh, I think it's just, uh, frankly, I think they're kind of rewording a few things. Mm-hmm. And I think I think some things have changed a little bit, but in the same way, I see the same motivation behind it, and that is bravado. Back in 2010, when SB1070 passed, it was like, we're tough on crime! So it's really not about getting passed. It's more about trying to get donors out there to donate You're getting close because they will then you're say, getting close well at least you know my side oh getting geez, warmer don't tell me you're going to go down this politics of sport road again here no okay. no yeah. no but you are going down the road of hey the the gop in this case who is pushing for this bill yeah gop folks came up with it uh-huh. they can then go to their donors and say well we're trying to do something now, why would they do that in 2024 well it's an election year Isn't it funny? I used to predict migrant caravans. Now, there are times that you see a surge at the border and it's... And you I, predicted migrant caravans? Sure. Of course. You know when the next... Uh, now, there will be one before, but there will be. Mark my... Write it down. There will be a very dangerous migrant caravan from the most treacherous golden death triangle anywhere south of the U.S. border. Because as far as most Americans know, you go south of the border, it's like, I don't know, it's Mexico, then Peru, then we've got south the the, the Antarctica, I think. We're bad at geography, right? Okay, yeah. There will be a very dangerous drug-dealing migrant caravan Coming across the border, not at a port of entry, uh, August. Sure. No, won't they all try to cross at the port of entry because then they essentially get their free pass? A uh, lot of them do try to just de- cross at the port. Depends on how the messaging goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's another great point you make, Joe, because how many encounters are not at a port of entry? I have no idea. So much of what, so much of the, the, Hyperbole around the, the, the encounters. They said we had, I think December was like 300,000 encounters, mm-hmm. which is crazy, right? It is worse. I, I, I grant you that point. Yep. But how many of those were at a port of entry and how many of those were elsewhere? Most of them are at ports of entry. Right. A significant, like the, the, the largest portion. The number of people who are trying to crawl over Governor Abbott razor wire is actually pretty small. Yeah. But it sure makes great headlines. Most people these days are from what I've seen, are really not trying to sneak into the country. Exactly. Most people coming across that are especially... They want to come in, seekers. they want to get a hearing, they they want to then, you know, set up shop in the U.S. Yeah. Because they also know their court case could be two years or longer down the road. Right. And, you know, nothing's going to happen in that time to them. Oh, it could be 10 years down the road. Sure. What if we were to propose legislation that would increase the number of judges raise the threshold for even having a hearing in the first place and then make sure that people come back within say six months or less well that involved funding for israel and the ukraine though uh, and so, of, in the indo-pacific as well so there is potential i got you very good here's what really hangs me up and this is why it I'm was bipartisan by the way too that bill was yes. yeah here's what really chafes me I've seen this before, and I've seen it again, and you heard me make mention earlier. I feel like Arizona is once again, and I, I shouldn't overgeneralize. I feel like the politicians are once again trying to be Texas light. That's what I see. And that's the first thing I noticed when I came here 10 years ago, as I said, having lived in 
a very conservative state in Kansas and then moving from Kansas to California, culture shock, and mm-hmm. then coming here. I see so much of what happens in Arizona, and it, it probably stands to reason because we're a purple state. I see so many people trying to have the freedoms of California with the freedoms of Texas, but they want the economic freedom of Texas, low taxes and everything else, but then they want the 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 access freedom that you get with California because so many things are paid for. The same people or different groups of people? Different groups. Like one group wants more Texas, one group wants more California. And it's like you can't find a happy medium on that. And I think because we are in the middle of an election year, politicians are going, oh man, look, we can, we can split the difference here. Um, I just, I don't see this being a a solution. So, paying the bills, not paying the bills. It takes two to tango in the dating world. Happy Valentine's Day, by the way. In today's volley, you will find out that you can't win for losing. That's served next in the Chris and Joe Show, KTAR News. Chris, I've got something for you real quick. The M3F Music Festival, it's heading to Steel Indian School Park March 1st and 2nd. 100% of all of the profits from the music festival go to various charities throughout the valley. Limited tickets still available for purchase, and you can win a pair right now by visiting the contest page at KTAR.com. Chris Merrill, Joe Heisinga. Uh Let's bring Pablo in and let's do a volley. Are we at that time of the show already? We are at that time, time of the show. You have, you have that line that you throw out there that I can never remember. How does it go? It's something we about the brain We are going to touch on the big headlines and ask life's most important questions. Let's tickle your brain bone. Joe, I believe uh, serve is on my side this uh, this time around. Right? Go. Uh, poll. Two th- Happy Valentine's Day, by the way. Poll where? Happy Valentine's Day. Poll of 2,000 Americans finds that 40% have ended a relationship over a poor financial decision. Would you end a relationship based on a credit score, Joe? Who, based on a credit score, it'd have to be really bad. Yeah. Based on a poor financial decision, sure. Like you would. It, it'd have to be pretty catastrophic. But I've heard stories from people who've said, like, "Yeah, my lover bought a house and didn't tell me," or Whoa. "They bought a car and didn't tell me," like things like that. Um, because again, it get, you get to the underlying issue. Like, why are you not communicating to your partner that you're making a huge What purchase? if you're early on in the relationship and they buy a car without telling you, even like they come pick you up for, say, your sixth date. And With my new... credit? Or no, no. They're... No, no. Oh, Just I... a bad financial decision. No, I wouldn't end it there. That's okay. fine. Pablo, would you? Nope. Uh... No. Nope. You just take what you can get. Yep. I like the way you think. <laughs> Plus, if she's poor, we're probably going to get foodies anyway, so we're good. I, I hadn't considered that. Of course not. Again, this is the perspective that I don't have. I love you for this. All right, Joe, your serve. I know you and the missus have big plans tonight, Chris, but you better... Uh, you better You'll be in bed by 7.30. It's going to be amazing. Mm, no, no, no. You, you're going to need to plan ahead, though, because Uber, Lyft, and DoorDash all might be on strike today. Oh, I saw that headline. I didn't read the rest of it. What's up with that? No, there was nothing else to read there. Oh, very good. Um, no, um... Thousands of rideshare and food delivery drivers across the U.S. are expected to walk off the job today because they're they're independent contractors and they want to strike and push for fairer pay, fairer pay, fairer, fairer pay and safety standards. Okay, if they're independent contractors, is it really a strike or is it just a not working today? That's a good question. Yeah. So Uber had said a few months ago that their typical driver made $33 an hour, not 
counting expenses. Lyft said that it was about 31 bucks an hour that their drivers pulled in. What I want to know from you, Chris... Before expenses. ...is what do you feel a rideshare driver is entitled to? Well, whatever they can get. That's how capitalism works. And if they're good, I give them a tip. There you go. Yeah, that's how I work. So, like, if, if so, 33 bucks an hour, 31 an hour before the expenses, that's what Uber and Lyft are throwing out there. Can you throw me a number? But that's before expenses. Yeah. So if I go, if I yes. if I take my Fixing wife out car. for Valentine's Day, which I won't do again because I set expectations real low early on in the relationship. I thought you were doing White Castle tonight. Uh, no, I tried. They, they got their whole theme they thing. They were booked. At oh. the, yeah, Tempe and Scottsdale locations. They were booked. It took too long. Uh, if I take her out to eat, nice place Valentine's Day, right? Yeah. It's going to set me back. Hundo plus. Hundo plus at least, right? And again, the longer she's with me, the more she drinks. So that bill. Two hundo plus. Bang. Just in liquor. And that, how long is it going to take us to do that? An hour? Mm-hmm. So I'm giving that restaurant $200 an hour. The ride to and from, in order to make sure I don't get a DUI, is not going to take me an hour, one. And I'm paying them 33 bucks. It seems pretty fair. Pablo, you're a big rideshare guy. What do you feel that... Hey, what does that mean? No, pa- Pablo rideshares when he goes places. He's responsible. <laughs> I, He's I smart. I hate driving, Pablo, and I hate parking you date lots. a lot of poor women. No, uh, pa- Pablo will even call up on me. He'll be yeah. like, hey, man, are uh, you doing anything Saturday night? Can you come pick me up? I, I hate driving. driving. I need to talk to you about a ride later this week. What do you think a rideshare driver deserves if you had to put like an hourly number on it? But remember, they're paying for their own car and the gas and the mileage and insurance. Pablo knows all that. Like 40, 45? Yeah. 45, okay. I don't think 33 is unreasonable. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Survey says generation, every generation, including the kids these days, believe it's the man's job to pay for a date. Do the Dutch have it wrong, Joe? Is it a man's job to pay for a date? Valentine's Day date? Call it any date. Well, first date. Guy definitely pays. Sexist, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> How long do you have to date before she finally puts a little skin in the game? We should have surveyed the newsroom on that. If you're asking me, I would say if they're not putting any skin in the game by date number four, yeah, there's probably not going to be a date number five uh, from Joe. All right. Pablo? I think the guy should, should pay for everything all the time. So <sighs> I don't think the Dutch are wrong, but what? they're not really right. What what is her responsibility then? You know what you you know what this is. This is misogynistic. You're holding her back. You're not incentivizing you know her right. to better if herself. If there is a girl that wants to pay for my meal and take yeah. me out, why should I hold her back? You're totally correct. Exactly. Six zero two five five five. Call Pablo. Six zero two five five five. Call Pablo. Uh, lines are now open. All right, Chris. I've got one for you here. This is right in your wheelhouse. You're going to love this. I I don't know if you've seen this one yet. Uh, There is a Democratic representative from the great state of California who is calling for a $50 an hour minimum wage. For rideshares? Five zero for minimum wage in California. Yeah. Barbara Lee claims that residents in California can't get by on $104,000 a year, which is what you would make if you were pulling in $50 an hour. Yeah. So I want to know from you, yeah. this is in the same vein of the Uber and Lyft thing, what do you feel is a fair minimum wage? Federally, seven twenty-five an hour. California's got it at 16 bucks an hour already. Yeah. 50 7 Minimum wages do nothing but uh, teach people how to become dependents. Oh, I don't know how, but it does. And, uh, and also, having a minimum wage is just punishing businesses who are trying to do business and keep inflation down. Basically, the minimum wage should be zero. 
And if we can get Pablo to work for nothing and we can keep all the profits for ourselves, that's how capitalism should work. Pablo, can we get you to work for nothing? No. Would this be all of California? Yeah, that's Barbara Lee's Oh, because the border's yeah. like four hours away. I could just drive there and make 50 bucks an hour. No, no, no. You're home. stuck with us for life, man. It'd be worth the drive, wouldn't it? It would be. Yeah, you take yeah, Central's only like three. <laughs> <laughs> What's fair for California, Pablo? Minimum wage. 50? 16? What's ours? It's uh, four, 18? 14 and change All right, here in Arizona. 18. I'll go $4 more for Cali. Okay, not Cali, 50. Cali, five. Four dollars more. Gonna roll five dollars more. Who's gonna be five and out of five and out? You want to do one more? Or do you want to? You want to uh, uh, head off to the sunset here? I think we should uh, check in with the gentleman from outside. All right. Uh, when push comes to shove, two guys hightail it. They are the smart ones, and you're gonna get to know them next on the Chris and Joe Show, KTAR News. Chris and Joe, afternoons two to four on KTAR News ninety two three and the KTAR News app. The Great Outspoken with Bruce St. James and Gatos uh, starts in uh, just uh, 11 minutes or so. Becky Lynn is going to have a news update here at 4 o'clock, and then Outspoken begins. Uh, Joe, as we look ahead to tomorrow's program, obviously we're going to pay attention to what's going on here in Kansas City, uh, as there was a shooting today at the Super Bowl parade, and Pablo was talking about this uh, as the show was going on. He popped in during one of the commercial breaks, and he goes, man. With the Diamondbacks so close to the championship last year in the World Series, you know, could that have been us? I thought, wow, that's a really great, it's a really great take on that, uh, Pablo. So, um, yeah, so I'm curious about that. So we're we're gonna keep an eye on that and see if more comes of it. Um, especially, it's one person that's been killed in a shooting, and frankly, in America today, that doesn't even make it onto page three. But this is at the Super Bowl parade after the most watched sporting event in history. Which is harsh to say, American but history. that's that's the reality. Of it is. Y- you look at shootings these days, and it's, you know, you look at the body count. You do. One dead on the street? Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Now, only yeah. 10 injured? That That's not that, a thing. That's not too bad, is it? Right. But, but it is a big deal because it's, a Super Bowl parade, and it's another one of those places where you go and you think, hey, we're just going to have a fun time. We're not going to deal with gunshots. Uh, Gatos and Bruce St. James joining us in the studio right now. Outspoken begins in about 10 minutes. Uh, fellas, have you been watching the, the shooting in Kansas oh, yeah. City? Is that all uh, over? Are we, are we missing anything on this? It feels like, I mean, in today's world, we put so much emphasis on the body count and one person. It doesn't usually make page three, but this is at the Super Bowl parade. Huge right? story. It brings it home, doesn't it? It's a it? huge story. It's, it's the biggest story in the country easily right now. Um, you know, you're trying to celebrate, you know, America's pastime, and um, it's not baseball anymore. It's football. And you have a massive crowd, and they get two or three people, start shooting up the place. It's horrendous. It's absolutely horrendous. I think, I think we're, you're lucky that there were only, there's only one confirmed fatality at this point, mm-hmm. and we hear the number fluctuating between 10 and 15 injured because yep. um, there was nearly— Estimates of half a million or more, right? Yeah, uh, people. Huge, and huge when crowd. you saw some of the images of people packed in, um, you start if, to think about people getting trampled. And I'm sure that some of the injuries, and I was watching the local news, some of the injuries they believe might be orthopedic trample injuries, not mm. all gunshots. So, I, again, it's a fluid situation. The, the facts are going to change, but uh, you certainly look at that and say. 
it could have been much worse because what a shooting sure. gallery you had in front of you, you know, a densely packed group. Uh, we know there's children that are that are hurt as well. The, the children's hospital there has patients that they've taken in. So, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, there is no place anymore that you're, quote unquote, safe from a shooting. I mean, uh, uh, a church. No, check that off. A grocery store for now. Can't do that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Post office. Has a, that ship sailed a long time ago. Schools. Come on. You know, I mean, name the place i there is no such thing anymore does this does this give caution or or maybe uh, uh offer pause when other communities start trying to plan celebrations or is this a, i mean is this a one off did we learn hey we got to up security a little bit more well, they, they had they had a thousand cops there but yeah there were 800 so they have to start local police off yeah now whenever you have a celebration maybe yeah 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 i mean what do you what do you do i mean they they had um Apparently, they had uh, police on rooftops, snipers. Uh, they had, you know, triage set up for the normal things you might have sure. during an event like that. Uh, people suffering from heat stroke or whatever, yeah. dehydration. Um, but, you know, uh, big events like that plan for mass casualty events. Yeah, right. And yeah, yeah, uh, we have do. plenty of stories of the police running towards the gunshots in mm -hmm. this. Uh, and, and fans. And that the, the place where the shooting started, there were police within feet or yards of the shooters. It wasn't that they had to respond. They were already there. Do you, and I, we're going to get into irresponsible I say shooters. Here. I don't know if one or more. Well, they've got two in custody. Two in custody. Don't know if they're both shooters. Correct. Do you get the feeling like this is not your normal, I hate to say the word normal in this context, but this is not your run-of-the-mill shooting where it's like somebody's going to go make a statement, they're angry about something, whatever. I feel like this is a couple of dummies from rival gangs at a big event, see each other. I don't know. Conceivable. I, I, I mean, I don't. But the fact that you have two people in custody right. is a little different than the lone wolf gunman who's upset. Did you or see the, the video incel. of them tackling? Uh, uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, they tackled one fans, of the shooters. I guess. Yeah, fans Literally tackled, tackled a guy who was them. trying to run away yeah. uh, and held him down until pol till police got there. Was that at least one of the people who they do suspect? They, or was that, that is that somebody a... they've taken into custody. One of the two in custody. Okay. And I saw pictures of the other one being taken into custody. So, again, whether they are the shooter shooters, early to speculate, but even the Kansas City Police said we have two people in custody and the investigation's ongoing. Your program this afternoon. You talking about this? this? Sure. This is huge. This. this is huge. This at four. Yeah. This right out of the gate. All right. Bruce St. James uh, Gatos Outspoken starts at uh, four o'clock. Uh, Joe, saw you posted some things on our Instagram last night, and I really appreciate that. Well, Fine you're job, welcome. my friend. Uh, the Chris and Joe Show on the gram. The Chris and Joe Show. Uh, also find us on Twitter. Uh, Chris and Joe KTAR. Tomorrow we'll discuss. It looks like we've got a, a, a principal maybe that's on leave from their job, all because of the Gilbert goons. So that's up on the next uh, Chris and Joe show. Have a great evening. Outspoken is next.